Hello once again everyone, thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. And before we get into this week's episode, of course we want to give a wonderful plug to everybody who's helped us bring the show to you for free on whichever platform that you choose to listen over the course of the years. People we just, we love continuously giving plugs to. Uh, thanks to smart, I don't want to start off with that. That's the end one. John Thorne almost blew it already. Uh, thanks to Smoke and Jay's Barbecue. You can switch it up, switch it up, remix. Wicked, wicked. I don't, that was terrible. You need the, one of those horns, you know what I mean? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time since we've uh, heard the DJZ horn. I kind of miss it now that you said that. Uh, so yeah, we'll go with it. Smart Mark Video and IWTV. Uh, thanks to the merger of the two, watching AIW has never been easier, including streaming it this weekend. Uh, you can go to smartmarkvideo.com and purchase physical media, get DVDs. You can also download MP4s and own them that way. Or you can go to independentwrestling.tv and sign up using the code ABSOLUTE so they know that we sent you for $9.99 a month. Yeah, under $10 a month, you can watch not only countless hours of AIW, but also countless hours of all sorts of other independent wrestling promotions, and you get the streams included in that $9.99. So it's a live streaming show like we've got coming up this Friday. Boom. I want to talk to you motherfuckers about the streaming numbers. You guys need to start streaming these fucking shows, or I'm going to stop streaming. Now it's to the point where I want to stop streaming them. I don't even care if they don't give us a live stream slot anymore because nobody's fucking watching them. So stream this. You better stream on Friday. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Because I'm getting told. You know, I've I've actually been considering just not even recording the shows anymore. And you just got to live them and experience them and replay the memories in your brain. That is a business plan that I'm I'm going over right now. But yeah. for now, get us on IWTV while you can. Until I make a fucking real rash decision pretty soon. You just you just had to have been there is what it's going to come down to. And that will be the end of it. Uh, hey, thanks to, uh, like I said, Smoking Jay's Barbecue said that earlier. Uh, thanks to Thrift Store Jobber, uh, to Sean Jaundice over at Voodoo Monkey Tattoo, inking everybody up. And uh, who am I? Polly in a DIY. And uh, I feel like it's covered. Did I hit everybody? I hit them. I don't know. The Nobody gives us pieces, any money right? anymore anyway for this, so I don't even know why you yeah. go through it Big, all. I don't know. Big shout out to Dive Bar. They do give us they money. They give us We're, money. They give us money. We are headed back there. They should be the only, uh, they should be the only ad next week. Dive Bar. <laughs> the only fucking <laughs> place giving us money. I'm fucking wound up this week. Uh, also, what's the uh, all the people who bring the toys? Kayfabe collectibles. Kayfabe collectibles. There it was. They don't bring, I, I, they bring memorabilia. They don't bring toys. They bring memorabilia. <laughs> My they have everything. It's not a toy stand. I, you're thinking I was, of time capsule toys and toy hio. There you go. I'm, I'm, Steve, you're. I'm, I, I'm gonna send you for a psychobel. So, there's so you're many. Fried lately. There's so many things to uh, you know. I don't have these notes in front of me, folks. Uh, try to remember all this off the top of my head. Uh, yes, kayfabe collectibles. Notes. Uh, we don't have notes. We're just calling it out there. That's what I'm saying. I don't have notes, so I don't remember this shit. You, it's a freestyle. Kayfabe collectibles and time capsule toys and toy high. It's a lot of shit to try to keep straight. But you to, think I got notes? I just said that I'm cons- I'm considering just stopping recording my shows. <laughs> I don't got notes. <laughs> just talking. Well, you know, it living finally, in the moment. Uh, obviously, AIW owner John Thornton is here. My name's Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts on this show, and. Uh, John Thorne, this is a hard sell week. And finally, I feel back. I feel like we are back. We got to hard sell it. I feel like we're back to a little bit of normalcy because here you are with the world. The world is ending. We had a good week two weeks ago. Now it's all fucking over. No. Yeah. And uh, now you're like, we're done. That's it. And here we are. Look, we, you know, months ago, a year ago, two years ago, people were like, when are you going to bring Anthony Green? When are you going to bring a guy like Alex Zane? We're bringing him. They're going to be here this week, folks. Yeah, you know so, what I'm doing right now as we record this? Processing a refund for Friday. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. 
When is Gringo Loco gonna be back? Oh, he'll be here this Friday. With M-Dog a fucking Matt cross too. With the oh, Gringo Loco, I got a little bone to pick with Gringo Loco and the most fucking uh, carny of carny uh, schemey moves. I booked him. We're all good. I announced the match. And then he goes, you, "You got me a flight, right? I need a flight now." <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it's all going down the tubes this Friday. Just come watch my demise. Uh, I don't even know that we have any shout-outs this week. I mean, well, you know what? Shout-out to AEW on a pretty solid pay-per-view there. More than pretty solid. All out. Uh, Shout-out to AIW alum. Eddie Kingston with a good match. Britt Baker with an awesome match. Uh, AIW alum, alum Brian Danielson and and Adam Cole alum, popping up. AIW alum Ruby Riot. A lot of alums popping Ruby up. Ruby Riot, Ru- Ruby Soho, I should say, uh, popping up on there. Shout out to all of them. Uh, yeah. I'm real, sure they're big cool. listeners of the podcast, by the yeah, way. Yeah, huge listeners of the pod. Uh, is anybody listening to this pod when we give them the shout outs? Uh, probably uh, not. Probably Nobody not. we shout out listens to this except the photographers. The photog- all the photographers were very excited that we gave them a shout out last week. Except for Ed Betts. I did not shout out in a very nice manner. We did. Uh, what are we calling that? What do we call the negative shout out? A non shout out? <laughs> Is that what you said it was last week? Non shout out. Uh, non shout out. So Ed Bats got that. That's it. That's the shout out portion of the show, folks. Uh, because you're not buying the streams, you're not buying enough tickets. We want to give you shout outs, but what can we do? Uh, I'm going to shout out the Cleveland Browns. How about that? They open up the uh, football season this week. And my Bernie boy, Nick Koza. Chubb. Nick Chubb is is sponsored by Webster Chipotle. Slaughter. Webster Slaughter. Shout out to Webster Slaughter. Leroy Horde. I got a Leroy Horde jersey, dude. Leroy Horde. Hell yeah. Shout out, shout out Andre Ryan. Michael Dean Perry. MDP. Shout out Michael Jackson. Who else you got? Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mac. Fucking uh, Kevin Mack. Kevin Mack. Yeah, there you go. Hanford Dixon, top dog. Ernest Biner. Ernest Biner. Eric Metcalf. Oh, Eric Metcalf. That's a good one. You like that one? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's he was all sweet, dude. All those uh, returns. Tom Tupa, baby. Oh, Tom Tupa, Brexville, uh, Broadview Heights alum. Yeah, yeah. He was the claim to fame in the city of Brexville. I think he like works for the rec center there now or something. Tommy Vardell. He was sweet. I can go on and on with Browns players, but don't that. Uh, big, big deal for them. Anyway, yeah, we got a show coming up, in case you didn't notice. And there's a lot going on. And, Jonathan, we've talked about this. Here, we are really going to get to the heart of the matter on this. Because I, I, I am coming prepared with some questions. Because I've been doing some thinking over the last couple of days. With everything that's going on, you know, I mentioned AEW's All Out. And it really was, it felt like the landscape of pro wrestling, at least at the top tier, has now somewhat shifted, or is, at the very least, strongly shifting. Like, that that can't be denied anymore. Do you, you know, as you, you step back and you look at this, if you compare the indies... Do you almost feel like it's even more difficult for indies? Like, you know, because I, I guess we're... So I look at WWE and I look at AEW and they've got two completely different rosters, right? So you can compete against one another. You can push each other. People can watch both. Is that almost, uh, dare I say, easier to be able to... I guess survive, even though it's expensive. But rather than an independent show where you know we're up against seven streams this week, and I don't, I don't also, know if it's seven, but there's a lot of streams going. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. I but you also have you know you also have the talent pool that you're working with can be seen on a variety of other shows. So whereas you watch WWE and AEW. You can watch two completely different things. Does it become frustrating? 
Like, do you feel like independent wrestling is almost somewhat watered down at this point because there are so many people that are popping up on every single show? Uh, well, I don't want to say it's watered down. I just think that the expectations have changed and there is so much free content available. You know, if you really want to look at it just between WWE and AEW, you know, you have Raw, you have SmackDown, you have NXT, you have Dynamite, you have Rampage, you have Dark, you have Dark Elevation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure WWE has, you know, what they have 205, they have main do they have main event, they have documentaries, they have <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just talking these two companies right. on top of monthly pay-per-views from wwe that are basically free if you have peacock um there's a lot there's a lot of content to be consumed and there's a lot of hours you know what i mean it's it's not like a half hour you know we're talking hours of content to be consumed like some of those dark darks i don't know who watches that because like some of them are like four hour streams you know like on a monday or tuesday night like uh, so you know like 15 match cards you know like there's just so much content out there uh and a lot of it you know at, at a pretty high level to where you know the indies and i said this when you know aew <coughs> first came around on this podcast and you know when people get released now it's not like oh okay they're gonna go around the loop on the indies anymore it's like you're, right you're talking big money you know, you're talking real sports free agency. There's multiple bidders, you know, like me. And I'll use this as an example. It's like, and maybe he does do it, but, you know, for the people that are like, oh man, Brian Danielson can go back to PWG now. Maybe he does it. But if you think Brian Danielson isn't making a shit ton of money to wrestle in AEW, you are dead wrong. You know what I mean? Like he can, he can wrestle some of the best talent on television in the company, in that company. You know, he doesn't have to go to PWG to wrestle, you know, like he can do it on a big major stage for a shit ton of money. And listen, he may, he may go do PWG. I'm not saying he's not going to do PWG, but I'm just saying the expectation when these people leave WWE and they're like, oh man, just think of all the indies that they will do. I think if they're doing an indie, it is an afterthought. You know what I mean? Like you don't even see like people like MJF really doing indies anymore. You know what I mean? Like, or Brit or like we're talking, like we're not talking about minuscule amounts of money that they're being paid. And independents can't really compete with that unless you have some sort of prior relationship with them. You know, and even I am weird about even do like even crossing that bridge, you know, like, hey, come do me a favor, you know, and like, uh, it's just, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, Kingston did it for the comeback show. Yeah. But it's like, you know, they don't have to do it. They're making a salary, you know, like, they don't have to pick up independence. There's a lot of different rules that come with people in AEW doing independence. Uh, but I think, you know, we have to focus on making new guys instead of hoping for guys to come back to the Indies, you know, uh, which is what we've been trying to do and, and focus on. But it's just like at the same time, you know, it is somewhat to our detriment, I think, you know, uh, yeah. So, you, you know, like Friday is okay. You know, we've been trying experiments since we've come back. Right. You know, we did the surprise show, very hot crowd, only like a hundred tickets. It was, you know, those two back to back shows, you know, it was, it was good. And then, you know, we move on and we bring in, uh, you know, the major podcast guys and still limiting tickets, you know, uh, focus, you know, focusing on them as an attraction and helping kind of build our young <coughs> homegrown people. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the biggins tournament weekend and the, um, the uh, nightmare on Elm street show. 
not you know what i mean not not great <laughs> you know not yeah, yeah. not streamed great um you know we so you know we sold our you know whatever our limited capacity was barely i think for the biggins cup show and uh you know the streaming numbers not great go for broke streaming numbers not great um Dan, so then pivot, bring back Dan, bring in Danhausen, and then Terry Runnels, thinking that that is going to you know be kind of the best of both worlds. You know we sell the we sell the tickets. However, you know it's you know uh, I'm trying to think how to word this. We sold the tickets, but it was still a limited capacity of tickets, and we barely got there. You know what I mean? So sure. at that point, it's like, hmm, you know, like, okay, like, say we remove Dan Hauser from this equation or we remove Terry Ronalds from this equation. Where are we at? Right? Sure. So now for Friday, I decide to go, you know, to try a new experiment. Okay. I try to book Sonny to draw. And I know it comes with controversy and all that other stuff. That wasn't to that wasn't to sell you a ticket. That was tried to find a guy that used to like wrestling, you know, and wants to come get his picture with her. Yeah. You know, try to get a different fan to walk through the door and buy a ticket. You know, right. because our existing fan base has not totally come back since COVID. You know, like that yeah. is apparent by all of these numbers these last few months. You know, when you know, we're selling four or five hundred tickets. And now we're like barely getting to 175, you know, like barely. Yeah. That is a big, there's a lot of people missing. So you have to, like, you have to experiment and try to find new people if those old people aren't coming back. So Sonny is an experiment. I understand it's controversial to some people. I'm trying to draw people that don't come anymore. You know what I mean? And then I'm trying to give you know, the people that do come what they want to see at the same time, you know, I'm trying to do two completely different things here. You know, I, right. then I go outside the box, Anthony green recently released book him, Alex Zane recently released book him book Rhino. You know what I mean? I, I put together a really great card in my opinion, you know, yeah. in a, a diverse crowd, uh, you know, and listen, I understand the sunny stuff. Like people, you you expressed your dislike for the for the booking. I get it. It was not it was not targeted for you. This is simply was a way to try to make money for the company from a new clientele. We have awful ticket sales for Friday. You know, maybe it's that. Maybe it's just because we ran shows two weeks ago. Maybe it's because. AEW and all the shows around it this weekend in Chicago, you know, like, I don't know, you know, maybe this is all a coincidence that everything has been bad and it's really just chalked up as it's the summer and people are doing other things besides going to wrestling. But me sure. as a promoter, I have to experiment and try different things, you know, and like I if if you look at the lineups for all of these shows, they've all been somewhat different and there's been a little twist on all of them you know friday is no different it is a i'm trying to hit like multiple kind of you know i guess potential ticket buyers <laughs> like i don't know well, it's just yeah it's not clicking it's what it's what your classic aiw card kind of is right you've got these um these names that people are familiar with that, that they're independent if they are familiar with independent wrestling and you've got people that we're bringing up and bringing along, and a lot of them are matched up with these folks. And then you have, I mean, but you also have uh, some marquee, marquee independent matchups, like, sorry, Anthony Green and Lee Moriarty. Man, that's a, on paper, that's a hell of a matchup. Uh, and that's something that should have a lot of intrigue for people. So there's that. Uh, if you want to watch some high-flying and just crazy acrobatics, you've got... Chase Oliver, homegrown, Matt Cross, uh, the consummate professional and veteran of what 20 plus years, Alex Zane, and and Gringo Loco. 
uh, you know, the base god. So you know that there's going to be some just wild shit happening within that. You, for the old school fanatics, you've got Rhino. Rhino's going to be here. Rhino and Kaplan. And that's just going to be a collision of, of beasts. Uh, you've got tag team action with 40 acres, pretty boy smooth, Charles and Navarro taking on to infinity and beyond. And again, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a really good, uh, I guess, classic style professional wrestling match, uh, some tag team action. You got, uh, younger guys, members only get to get their shot on an actual major AIW card, take it on nine to five. I mean, it just goes on and on. And then again, indie darlings, Matt Justice. And Mance Warner, they're both going to be there, each in singles competition. Justice versus Derek Dillinger, Mance versus Ethan Wright. And, and the styles are going to be great. I mean, that one of the intriguing ones to me is Mance versus Ethan Wright, because, you you know, that like that is an old school Southern style or TBS, uh, you know, and old NWA matchup happening right there. Uh, yeah, I so, think, you know, I think it's a very g- good mix of different things on the card, you know, just for whatever reason, it, <laughs> tickets are slow. I mean, I think, you know, we're at like on under under tickets pre-sold, which has not happened in, I couldn't even tell you, you know, how long that's been. Yeah. Uh, Cause with, with COVID and everything else. So, you know. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe it's, you know, people mad about the sunny thing. Maybe it's, you know, people just spent their money elsewhere. Maybe it's people are burnt out from the the back-to-back double shot weekend. You know, there's a lot of what-ifs and maybes. And, you know, also I take a lot to blame because I got way too ambitious with the schedule, uh, I think. I'm, I'm starting to realize, you know, and I got excited when... You know, things opened up and I was like, book date, 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 date. And maybe, you know, I kind of put too much pressure on the fan, on the loyal fan base, you know what I mean? To support all of these shows. Sure. Uh, so, you know, I really don't know what it is. You know, uh, we still have a few days to go. I hope, you know, uh, Friday, this is all just kind of like, you know, whatever it, it was, you know, kind of, uh, premature uh worrying you know because we still do have a few days to go but um you know i could tell you right now like say things continue through you know what i mean like we don't have to shut down you know everyone's worried about shutdowns and everything else going on with what's going on in the world Mm -hmm. but say we don't right and say we can continue like i am planning a much more reduced schedule for 2022 as it stands right now. Um, just based on, you know, the trends that, you know, we've, we've seen these, you know, first few shows now, obviously could we have maybe sold more than a hundred tickets for the major brothers? Probably, but you know, like it's, it's like that weird, like juggling, you know what I mean? Like trying to do things and open up the right way, trying to also, you, you know, make sure that the company is, you know, self-sustaining and, you know, uh, bringing in enough money to support itself. You, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a hard, it's really been a hard balance. Uh, and, you know, obviously we went with more of the reduce ticketing and all that stuff. And, you know, trying to stream everything as much as we can live. And I don't know if, you know, at that point you're splitting the crowd, you know, like, I don't know if people, some people are just staying home and not coming live. And then, you know, the people that are coming live aren't watching. And then we're obviously not pulling big streaming numbers from outside of our regular fan base, I, I, I guess, you know, and maybe that's because there's multiple streams going on. You know, I, I don't I don't really know. I don't know what the answer is, um, you know, and uh, people aren't really buying D- DVDs like they used to. And uh, there's a lot of just things that are changing about the about the industry and, you know, how people consume content. So, you know, it's really been a learning curve and I'm just trying to 
navigate it, you know, as much as possible. And I know, you know, sometimes people think I'm, you know, uh, kind of uh, complainy and, and things like that, you know, like uh, on this podcast. But, hey, you know, this podcast is is uh, my version of therapy. So, you know, I, I, I get it out uh, here. And, uh, you know, it's uh, like we were talking at the top of the show. We don't come in with a format or notes or anything. We just kind of talk. So, yeah. This is, uh, you know, at this moment in time, you know, this is this is what I'm I'm kind of feeling right now. Um, Let me ask you this: Is a little bit of this? Do you think? Do you feel? Because we watched multiple other independents that we're familiar with. Um, you know, I can point Black Label Pro and GCW, and we know the guys there, and and they had a great weekend. Um, you know, to kind of run alongside what was happening uh, in the Chicago area and AEW. And as we talk about markets, right, uh, Cleveland's a big sports city. For years and years, we talked about it's difficult to get certain free agents here for sports because it's not a big market. Uh, the fan base is just, it's hard for them to go to the baseball game. So that's why the baseball team doesn't spend any money because nobody's there. Is that a reality that isn't just sports, you know, like those big three sports, but it it extends to this. Do you think that some of this is? I just, mean, I think like on a much are. different. I think on a much different scale. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that's like the proper comparison, but you know, Cleveland is a tough. Cleveland is a tough market for entertainment in general. It's always been mm-hmm. a tough city. You know, I've told every single promoter that's ever tried to run in Cleveland, like, it's not going to work, you know, because what your expectation of what AIW does took years and years and years to do, and we still barely get by. Like, you know, the added cost of coming here and, you know, trying to run here is, you know, people see, like, you know, pictures from one of our shows and, you know, multiple promoters are like, oh, man, you know, I should come, you know, run Cleveland. And, uh, you know, I tell them, you know, and, and some have come and tried and like it's it doesn't go well. You know, it doesn't go well. Uh, I don't know what it is other than, you know, I don't know if it's because Cleveland is more working class. There's, you know, sm- a smaller population compared to, you know, other big cities like you can't compare Cleveland and Chicago. That's just like two completely different universe right universe you know what i mean like it's different you know like <laughs> i don't know like i really don't know what the solution is obviously there's more than you know 100 wrestling fans within driving distance to cleveland ohio like i think sure. that is an obvious um statistic but i don't know how you how we grow uh outside of what we're doing now you know outside of touring, which I just don't think is realistic for us, you know, like it's just not sustainable. You know, if you want to see AEW, you have to come to Cleveland. Like that's just the way I think it needs to be. Um, I, I just don't think that we can go and tour and drop. Like I can't, I can't, I have a job. I can't drop everything and go and, you know, even like WrestleMania weekends, the, you know, we did the one, and then we were gonna, we were going to do Tampa, and then you know we ended up doing Indiana <coughs> as a, like a makeup. Like even that was just like you know I, that was hard to do. You know, like it's hard to f- figure out how to do that when you know you're sure. trying to juggle this and a job, and you know what I mean. And it's just like uh, everyone wants to do the like, oh man, like bet on yourself, you know, and go for it. But like for every person that bets on themselves and and makes it like there's a million that don't, you know, like I'm just not going to take that risk. You know, I'm in a really good spot, you know, in my real life, as far as, you know, a a career and a job that I can't walk away from and I can't drop everything to, to do AIW. So I really rely on, Cleveland and you know our our fan base to you know support this and you know like maybe you know sometimes I think maybe it's run its course you know like looking at these trends you know like I it's 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 tough and you know like you said maybe it's because of AEW and WWE and all this other 
content that is out there, you know, and it's just like, you know, Chicago's is like five and a half hour drive. Maybe people went and spent hundreds of dollars there this last weekend. And, you know, now they don't have, you know, 25 bucks to come to AW Friday. Like I get it, you know, like uh, it's, you can't pass up the opportunity to see CM Punk's return, you know, and all the other things that went went on on that pay-per-view. Mm. <clears throat> I just have to try to figure out how to m- make this what it was pre-COVID. Because pre-COVID, I thought that we were unstoppable. Now, on the other side of COVID, everything seems so shaky. You know, like, even two weeks ago, you know, we have, you know, we do like the the I think I I think I rounded it up to 200 pre-sold for the Danhausen show mm-hmm. and Russell Rager was like I would say probably close to 300 right that was great but you know like now we're on to the next one and now it's like whatever you know came out in the green on that weekend is gonna be spent Friday you know what I mean like it's just it's tough it's 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 a tough juggling act and you know you you, sometimes i just think like you know is everything is anything gonna get back to normal um post-covid sure well you know they say that no good deed goes unpunished and in saying that I, I ask you, not in a complaining manner, but just uh, being transparent, where is your frustration level and the fact that we've sat here and tried to do everything correctly, not just for you know uh, PC purposes and to appease people on Twitter who are like, you have to do it and abide by this if you're going to open it. I'm not going to go, blah, blah, but actually taking into consideration uh, the safety of others with coming back very, very slowly, but not getting really, I mean, realistically not getting rewarded for it. I mean, I didn't really do it for a reward, so I'm not really frustrated at that. And Okay. Uh, a big part of where we're at could be people still kind of not feeling comfortable, you know, so mm-hmm. I can't really be that mad about the trends either. I'm just saying as like I'm trying to survive and do these things and experiment and, and try different things when, you know, you, you experiment and it looks like it's not going to work out. That is a bummer. You know what I mean? Like, sure. That is I, I don't want a fucking gold star because I wanted to run safe shows. You know, I just wanted to run safe shows like that's, you know, it's not like I'm going on Twitter, like saying, Hey, look at me, I'm running these safe shows, you know, <laughs> like, I, yeah, you know, I, I, we didn't really make that big of a deal about it. Like I, I am very, I hate, like, I just hate like braggy clout chasey things. Like, I just, I don't know. I hate that. Like, I hate when people donate to a charity and then they're like, look at me, I donated to a charity. Like, I think that defeats the purpose of being charitable. Right. Like that's yeah. just not who I am. I, I it's I, I think it's very easy to use all these things as marketing tools, but it just doesn't feel doesn't feel like clean to me, I guess. Like I don't know. Like I have too much pride or whatever to like shortcut anything for like a, a little bit of, you know, publicity, I guess, which is probably the wrong mindset to have as a promoter. But, uh, you know, I just I just can't do it. Like, I, I don't know. I just can't do it. Uh, you, you know, like, in, I don't want to take over the world either. I just want to have shows that are good, that people watch, that we sell a couple hundred tickets to and everyone gets paid and then we could do it again, you know, in a, in a few weeks. You know, like, I, those are ultimately my goals and aspirations as far as independent wrestling goes at this point for AIW. You know, I want to help you know, grow people coming out of our school and develop new guys and, you know, bring in some people, you know, that I was a fan of and do meet and greets and, you know, 
you know, hang out, have a good time with all, you know, all the boys and then go to work on Monday. You know, that's, that's my goal. But like when it's like looking like, Hey, this one isn't going to cover, you know, it's like, it's like a bet, you know, you do the over or under, you know, whatever, however you bet on football, this is where we need the Duke to talk about betting, but like, uh, (laughs) you know, and gambling, but it's really like, you know, we've been betting and betting and betting and betting and like letting it all ride. And at the end of the day, one way or another, it's been, you know, working out, you know, some, sometimes it's closer than other times and sometimes are more successful than other times. But like for the first time in a while, as it stands so close to show day, it's looking like this bet is not going to cover on Friday, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, you know, it, it's, I don't want to say it's depressing, but it's like, it's a reality check. And then, you know, you start, you know, me, I'm a fucking insane, like pre planner. So then I start looking like, okay, let me look at the other numbers. Okay. Akron, also not selling well. Winchester, only 100 tickets available, not selling well at all. You know, and I'm just like, okay, like things are like, it doesn't look like it's just this show. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. When you put on a, uh, a, you know, a, a reduced, a super reduced ticket and it's like a cheaper ticket and that's like sold, I don't know, like, 25 tickets out of a hundred, you know, <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's worrisome. So, you know, I'm looking at now I'm looking at all the numbers and I'm like, okay, so Friday, let's say Friday's bet doesn't go the Winchester, you know, that could be adjusted to be, you know, a, like a reduced talent, I guess, budget mm-hmm. to where we can make it work. Okay, that's all right. But okay, Akron. All right, we have Matt Cardona booked. Yeah, Broski's among going. others. You know, and it's like, okay, like, say if that one doesn't cover, like this Friday doesn't cover. Now you know, you're in a little bit. You're in a little bit of trouble. You know, and like, uh, then you know we have a big gap off, which could be beneficial, could not be beneficial. You know, I don't know. Like this is just things that go on in my brain like it's just (laughs) you know it's like i mean this is just what i consume myself with so it is uh yeah it's you know and so then you know i start thinking like hey man like is the run finally over you know is like if we go bomb 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 at what point do you just pull the plug and reevaluate you know or mm-hmm. go back into a hiatus you know you know what i'm saying like sure i don't want to do that and i'm not like threatening to do that but you know i like i live in like i try to live in reality so yeah. you know it's like right now i'm just hoping for the best but as things are looking it is not looking good for the next three shows, you know, to where, <laughs> who knows, you know, who knows? Yeah. Well, let's, let's turn the page a bit here and uh, let's try to get you <laughs> looking forward uh, to I'm, the no, show. In a I'm pod- looking forward to, like, I'm looking well, forward to the show. I know it's going to be a good show. I'm just saying, you know, in business mode brain you know it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of factors to deal with like than putting on a good show you know what i mean like oh absolutely i think Uh, i think the show is going to be phenomenal in like mm -hmm. as far as in ring goes um maybe one of our better lineups that we've ever put together you know i'm very excited for you know how things have lined up for this show but you know there's the promoter like business have to fucking pay everybody like part of that goes into the show, which, you know, I'll be able to pay everybody. You know, we have money left over from two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. but it's like, once you wipe that out, then it's just like, okay. Like, 
Yeah. You know, I'm like I'm saying, like I'm looking like down the road here and it's just like, okay, at what point am I going to John Thorne's personal bank account again? You know, because <laughs> like, right, right. that's been a long time. So it's kind of like a harsh reality check to like be like, I never thought I never thought that we were ever going to even be considering this day again. What? Um, let me ask you this. What? Give me like three matches that uh, really stand out to you as you look at this lineup of what we've got going on here. I mean, I can, you know, pretty much the whole card really stands out to me. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, <coughs> I, I could, you know, come up with a million reasons for, for every match, you know, as far as, you know, stands out, you know, PME versus Rip City, uh, I think will be phenomenal. You know, they've done a lot of, work on smaller shows throughout the area they have really good chemistry Mm -hmm. um i think that one could surprise a lot of people you know obviously the four-way with chase m-dog alex zane and gringo i mean that one has all of the ingredients to fucking be a match of the year you know as does you know like anthony green lee moriarty you know, Matt Justice and Derek is, you know, something that very, like very much excites me. Uh, I think that there's a lot of, you know, Matt Justice is kind of in a weird position to where he carried the torch of the company for so long, you know, mm-hmm. and he's just like this established pillar at this point. But, you know, Derek is really starting to turn heads and finally come into his own after years and years and years of, you know, throwing things at the wall. I think he's finally, you know, found the presentation overall that works for him. So, you know, I think this could be a breakout moment for him. You know, Kaplan versus Rhino. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? I literally booked that <laughs> last night at like 10 p.m. Um, you know, I, I had I was a little behind on finishing this card and I like legit inquired and I don't want this to be like a big thing, but I did legit inquire to try to get Minoru Suzuki versus Kaplan like a few weeks ago. And like it was, <laughs> you know, like negotiations were like, I don't know if they thought I was serious cause it was like two weeks notice. And then, you know, we never really got too far. And then we started talking about other dates. Um, and then I tried, it was almost Paul London versus Kaplan uh, it was almost a few different people versus Kaplan on Friday, and things just were not lining up. Um, and then I talked to Two Cold Scorpio. I almost it was almost Two Cold Scorpio versus Kaplan. I'm giving away all these fucking banger future Kaplan matches that I tried to work on, and uh, you know things just weren't lining up. And I I, I texted Rhino. Um, and uh, he called me and, you know, we worked something out and he was just like, you know, if he wants to do a hardcore match, I'll do a hardcore match. You know, if you can get us some weapons, so I was like, perfect, <laughs> perfect, you know, like, cause you know, you never know how those guys are even going to want to, you know, approach doing things with weapons once they're at that, you know, that certain level of, you know, fame or notoriety or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm very much looking forward to a lot of things on this show, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, what's well, it's great. I think everybody should be. And uh I still I still need to find an opponent for Tom Lawler though. I'll tell you that. He is booked on Friday. He's supposed to wrestle uh Mr. Brickster. Mr. Brickster found out he had a singles match against Tom Lawler and I don't know. Called off on Friday, so You know, is <laughs> As I look at this, as I look at this card, the one thing that I feel AIW has always done well, and and this card is really a shining example of that, is rewarding people uh, for various reasons and putting them in positions. Uh, you know, so I, I say that, and I mean like Derek has now finally come into his own. Bam, Derek, here you go. Uh, two shows in a row, essentially marquee matches. Dan Housen was the headliner, so to speak, of that last show. 
Derek, you're with him. Here you are, like you just said, John, Matt Justice has been a pillar of AIW for some time now, carrying the torch. Derek, here you go. This guy, this guy is the measuring stick. That's who Matt Justice is. There you are. Uh, Lee Moriarty is a guy that was coming around AIW and, you know, he has obviously made such a name for himself on the independents since he first started coming to AIW, but he still comes and he still gives us every single thing that he has. You get a Lee Moriarty match at AIW and is still top-notch Lee Moriarty. He doesn't take uh, days off. That's just not who he is. So here you are, Lee. Uh, here's a guy just cut from 205 Live, NXT, whatever you want to say, Anthony Green. This is a marquee matchup. Lee Moriarty, getting rewarded with it. Uh, Kaplan, sweetheart of a person, uh, has been around, has been unbelievable to AIW in in so many ways. You know, I don't know if people can understand that, uh, but he's really... Uh, come back within this whole year and had this resurgence and taken it so seriously and and worked on his body and lost nearly a hundred pounds, folks, which is insane. Uh, Kaplan, here is your here's your reward, right? He has never, to my knowledge, I can't pinpoint a time when Kaplan was really in the ring with someone that is of like uh, a pro wrestling legend status, you know, Rhino being an ECW legend and it was in WWE even as as recent as, you know, three years ago. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's what, that's what this is. Chase Oliver. Hey man, you've been doing great coming back. This is a huge marquee match for Chase Oliver. You're healthy. Uh, you've been you've been crushing it since you've been back. You're getting Matt Cross, Alex Zane, and Gringo Loco. So, you know, I've I, I've said it a billion times, but like I stand by it. I think it is so easy to book hot indie talent versus hot indie talent and have people care about it. I think it is much more difficult to take obscure wrestling student or whoever unknown local guy and book them against hot indie talent and make people care about obscure local wrestling student guy. You know what I mean? Guy or girl. Mm-hmm. I think that there is so much more meat on the bone when you go that way, as far as development and future, as opposed to current money. And I understand that I've just been complaining about how these shows aren't making money, but I just think it is. There's just so much more long term, and I do always, you know, ride or die by the AIW school because if we didn't have the school, we would have been out of business five years ago. Um, and they they earn it. They do things. They they deserve it. You know. So it's really hard for me to juggle doing what's right by the school versus what's right by the bank balance. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a, it's a tough balance, but I ultimately always ride with the school for better or worse, or, you know, the talent development. Um, because, you know, there was a time when Johnny Gargano was just local guy and we booked him against Tyler black, you know, and there's hundreds of stories like that. And, you know, we don't always get the credit or recognition and that's fine. You know, I don't, uh-huh. I don't care. <laughs> like you can't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, you know, you can't, you can't pay, you know, your rent on fucking Twitter clout or whatever, you know, like I don't care about sure. the recognition. I just think that, you know, there's so much more for the company to always be growing and moving forward when you're working with, you know, talent that isn't quite there yet, but we'll get there eventually, you know? And mm-hmm. Hey, I know that there's a lot of favors that I could eventually call in for a lot of people. We did that for, I, I haven't done it yet. I don't know when I'm going to do it. I don't know if I'll ever do it. Cause I don't really like, you know, I don't really like doing that. You know, once they've evolved and moved on, you know, I just like being a little, you know, part of the, part of the story. Yeah. But, you know, there's also some 
equity in having those relationships, you know, and like, yeah. you know, uh, there, there are things that, you know, you, you can, you can do in, you know, eventually. And I, I just think that, you know, it's just a, a really easy business plan to go this guy versus this guy that is great versus this guy that is great. And people go, wow, that was great. You know, I don't think that there is any skill in that whatsoever. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's fair. Again, this is just, this is something that AIW has done well for, for a very long time. Um, and if you're listening to this because somebody recommended that you listen to this or get invested in AIW, go back and watch it, and uh, it'll speak for itself. Even if you just go back and look for the matchups, just to see the matchups. You go to AIWrestling.com, and you look at uh, past shows, and you will see lineups that will blow your mind And uh, based upon where people are right now. Uh, so this, I've said it multiple times on this show, Uh these are those wrestling matches that a few years from now you're gonna be able to look back at and be like, "Oh shit, they they did this there. Wow, that's crazy." Get on board, watch it now. Uh, find out who these people are now. There's so much fun in in watching that, you know. Uh, and hey, maybe you're listening to this and you think I'm a complete fucking idiot <laughs> complainer. You know, I get that too. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, I just, <laughs> just talking, I'm just talking today, <laughs> you know, sometimes I think, man, should I have even said that? But here we are. Well, if you, if you have to, uh, entice somebody with, uh, one sentence here, John Thorne, let's wrap it up with this. You're going to try to sell this show one sentence. How do you get them? How do we get them? Come yep. to AIW or I'm going to close it. There you this go. Fridays. Live. Come to AIW this TV. Friday, September 10th. If you see Live me come through the curtain, the if, you, if, you, if you see me come through the curtain, it's bad news this Friday night. <laughs> it's uh, it's not going to be a 99 problem surprise. John Thorne has a wrestling match. It's going to no, be. No, it's going to be Leave the Memories Alone. It's going to play, and I'm going to say, all right, guys, that's it. <laughs> see. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for coming. There you go. And if you can't make it, stream it. Tell your friends to stream it. No, I'll at least write. I'll at least write it out till December eighteenth. That's the that's the go. last date. That's the last date that's booked. Well, is this? We've done this many times before. Farewell, potentially AIW, and I laugh every time because I just feel like oh, it's not true. But uh, one time, it's not going to be very funny. So I don't think. I mean, I don't think. I don't think we're going to get to that point, but. You know, you never know. I don't know. It just, mm-hmm. this, yeah. I feel like this podcast has been an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> Why not? Why not, uh, folks? Join us this Friday uh, at the Odeon, live from downtown Cleveland. Uh, bell time seven thirty p.m. Also, if you can't be there, stream it on IWTV. Again, it's nine ninety nine, under ten dollars. Watch it. And uh, if you can't watch it live, which is the preference, uh, watch it right after, so that the, we still get those those numbers up for us. Help us out there, and, or buy uh, a ticket and then stream it on your phone in your pocket from the crowd. <laughs> there you go. Do that too. Double uh, dip. I'm trying to double dip on Friday because we got a lot of ground to make up. For AIW owner John Thorne, my name's Steve Guy. If we don't see you this weekend. At the Odeon or at the dive bar after. Shout out to the dive bar. Oh, uh, it, I will say this. You have to fucking advertise the after party a little bit during the show because I feel like not a lot of people went because we forgot to really plug it. Uh, yeah, we didn't do a good it. job plugging it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, although we actually, we, well, we still had a pretty decent turnout. Uh, but anyway, join us at all those places. And uh, if we don't see you there, we'll talk to you next week right here on The Card is Going to Change.